City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Wild Peak AT3W All-Terrain Tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Just saw a three-year-old Collingwood supporter with a mullet that went down to his lower neck, which looks quite incredible. Top of 32 degrees today, grand final day. We're taking your text on 0427-154-1661. Just here, it's a Saturday statement, Gibber. I wanted to acknowledge the Mighty Bay's historic reserves and league wins last Sunday with Cooper Beacon, his defensive effort and fist pump late in the game in the reserves. Lockie Hosey, what a star with six goals and Liam Wisdom's selfless decision not to play in the reserves. So proud of the boys and go base from Andrew. Now you've got some grand final tips and tips. Great text, Andrew. <laughs> we can touch on the Sandville grand final a little bit later in the show, but mm. well done to Glenelg. Uh, we've got Matt from Westlakes. He's got Brisbane to win by 10 points. Lockie Neal for Norm Smith. John from Para Hills likes the Pies by 12 points with Josh Dacos running right on the wing for his ah. Norm Smith. And Dylan okay. in Unley has got the Pies by six points. Jordan Degoe, my Norm Smith. So keep your predictions yep. and Norm Smith tips coming in. i got to agree with that one to go. He's made for today. Hey, uh, sadly, one of Port Adelaide's finest, Jeff Motley, passed away during the week. He's an all-time great. He won nine premierships as a player, the most of anyone in SA football history. Alongside his premiership success, sit four best and fairests, a McGarry medal, and 28 state games. He sits alongside the Port Adelaide legends like Russell Ebert, Bob Quinn, and, of course, John Cale. And we have one of those legends on the phone right now to talk about Jeff. He needs no intro, but I'll do one anyway. Four-time premiership player and ten-time premiership coach. He knows a thing or two about grand finals. John Cale. Jack, good morning to you. Uh, how are you spending your grand final morning? I am doing gardening. Boss's orders. <laughs> so, but it's a beautiful day for it. I really, It's lovely. What a lovely way to spend it. I, I must admit, Bryce, I, I've found gardening therapeutic recently. You just you, know, you water the plants and you watch them grow. Uh, you played and worked side, alongside Jeff, Jack, for the, the new generations of listeners. Can you describe him as a, a player and a teammate? Yep. Well, my first introduction was I came from South Adelaide. I, I won a medal at South Adelaide for the McCallum medal, which was the under-17s at that stage. I lived in Port Adelaide area, but Bob McLean and Foss saw that living in Port Adelaide area, but I played for South Adelaide. How do I do that? I stayed with my auntie two times a week. When Port saw, saw that, they said, look, we want you to play for Port Adelaide. So it was a year I played in the under-19s then, and I remember walking into the Port Adelaide club rooms. It was my very first meeting with them where we played before that in those days the under 19s played before the a grade and i walked into the room and chicken hayes which was a really good friend of jeff motley said johnny kale how good to have you and i felt i belonged just that little statement that he said mm. i just felt i belonged from day one jeff motley he was just an extreme talent you know very very talented i don't remember him ever being shifted it was like Greg Phillips and Russell Ebert, I don't remember ever shifting those two players. And Jeff Motley was the same. Whether it was halfback, centre, whatever, um, he was just a brilliant player, just gifted. Yeah, he could certainly do it all, Jack, and thanks for the words there. So what sort of impact more broadly has he had on the, the Port Adelaide community um, sort of outside of a, of a football point of view? 
Well, they loved him. And then he went on to be a football manager. I, I think Warren Treadray, he managed him. He managed a few. The disappointing part in Jeff's life was, life was the accident that he had with Peter. Um, mm. it, was, it was just, you know, a horrible accident. And lucky Peter's revived. And I must say, Peter, the two that I know of, Peter and Juanita, they really looked after their dad. He had a loving family, which was really great. You know, later in life, you need people around you, and, and they were wonderful to him. Jack, just pivoting, you, you've been involved in a few grand finals uh, as a coach. What was your philosophy around these days to your players to have them sort of primed and ready for the day? Was it just treat everything as it's, as if it's normal or how would you get them sort of performing at their best? Right. No, it, it was a bit different. A month before finals, we would up training. Uh, it wouldn't be longer. I never believed in being on, out on the track for two hours. It was <clears throat> one hour, mm. 40 minutes maybe, but high intensity. Everything was at top speed. And... One month before the finals, we'd up the speed of training and uh, just make it a bit quicker. It is quicker. Finals are quicker. Preliminary finals are really hard to win. Um, and, and so we just had a belief in them. We, we said to the team at that stage, they don't train as quick as us. They don't train as well. Your skills are spot on. Whether it was true or not, it didn't matter, but they believed it. <laughs> and, and I get players today, George says, you told me I was a champion. I said, yeah, but I told lies at times. You know? So <laughs> we had a terrific rapport. And, and Timmy Ginova, the same yeah. thing. I said, you can't run, you can't kick. And I said, I have to put you in the team. He, he ended up being captain, you know. It was a wonderful rapport I had with the players. That was back when I went back there in 88. Uh, Russell was coach and, and didn't succeed as a coach as well as he should have, as well as he mm. would have thought he would have. Um, but he, he was wonderful to coach. All... All the great players, you know, they are easy to coach. They, they just want to train. They're no trouble. They they do it at a top pace the whole time. And Jeff Motley, you know, as a youngster, I was five mm. years younger than Jeff. So I was a youngster when I went in there. And to watch him and Chicken Hayes and Teddy Whelan, Donnie Thompson and, you know, Roger Cliff, you can go through all those. I think at one stage, 14 of the 18 players, played state football at Port Adelaide. So it was a very gifted team. Yeah, it certainly was. And no doubt for all the, the Port Adelaide uh, listeners this morning, uh, bringing back uh, a lot of great and fond memories. Uh, and just a word on today, Jack. Uh, Collingwood-Brisbane, obviously the, <laughs> the two informed teams uh, in the comp all year. Um, do, you, do you keep an eye on, on the, the AFL yes. regularly? Um, how have you seen yes. their year? And, and who do you think wins today? Well, I thought Collingwood played exceptional the whole year. How well has he coached? And, mm. and you look at Adam Kingsley as well and, you know, the Brisbane coach. They've done a wonderful job. So I would have gone for go, I would go for Collingwood. My heart says Collingwood. But the way Brisbane played last week, their hands, they hardly made a mistake with their hands. Hit targets, clean. Um, I worry about that, you know, the talent they have and, and how clean they handle the ball. No fumbling, no nothing, bang, direct. Um, so Hart says Collingwood, but I worry about Brisbane. I think it'll be a really good game. Yeah, it's going to be a cracker. Brisbane's attack has uh, been on all our minds and how that might shape today's game. Jack, thank you so much. That was a profound spiel about about Jeff Motley. Uh, we thank you so much for yep. your time this morning. And uh, I hope your gardening's going well. What, what are you planting or what are you actually looking after <laughs> no. out there? 
Weeds. I got weeds. Weeds. Okay. <laughs> I need a hand. We've yeah, all got weeds. weeds everywhere. We got weeds. We all got weeds. We've Sorry all got weeds that. in life. Hey, <laughs> that's the great Jack Cal. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the day, Jack. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. That's the uh, the great Port Adelaide, Jack Cale. Uh, wasn't he? So he's uh, get this, Gibber. He's eighty three years old. How sharp is he? Yeah, he spoke very, very well, didn't he? What a, a great tribute to uh, the late great Jeff Motley. Shared a few stories, shared some insights, mm. and uh, I mean, he did it all as a player, Jack, as a yeah. and as a as a coach, four time premiership player, but ten time. Port Adelaide Premiership coach as well. So fittingly, no bigger name really in SA footy to talk about on a day like today, Tom. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. He was so sharp, funny, and uh, and the emotion in those stories was just fantastic. And, and still has to get out and do the chores yeah, like yeah. Uh, everyone else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Still has his place within the marriage <laughs> uh, hierarchy. Hey, uh, let us know, Port Adelaide fans, what you thought about that. 0427-154-166. And we're taking, of course, your tips for today. Norm Smith tips. Gibbo, who could just quickly from you, who's your normie for today? Uh, I'm going to get back to you. I keep changing my mind. Okay. He's undecided. Um, still to come today, SEN, uh, SEN's star call team, Andy Maher, is calling the game today, along with Jared, along with Dwayne Russell. He's going to help us preview. He's going to. We're going to do a massive preview of this upcoming classic, Brisbane and Collingwood. Sunny and warm today, top of 32 degrees. It's currently 12 minutes past nine.